Hello, everyone, and welcome to the official New Japan Pro Wrestling English podcast. My name is Chris Charlton. The at-home sessions continue and returning from their respective home offices, Gino Gambino and Kevin Kelly. Don't trip over yourself. So, Kevin, first. Hey, uh, it's great to be with you once again, Chris. Gino, glad to see that, uh, you know, as we... We have a video that we're we're able to see each other as we do this podcast. Gino, you haven't gained that much weight. Uh, well, look, it's it's getting worse. That's the problem. This isolation, these packets of chips. My dad feeds me. It's, he's a feeder. This is the problem. And, well, it's good to be back with uh, both of you guys, Chris. How how's everything uh, in Japan? Are you holding up well? We're holding up all right. You might be able to hear my kids in the background screaming. That's fine. So my my dog is so my dog is nearby. She's snoring. Uh so yeah. so you might hear some of her. But that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just uh it's it's been what six, seven because it's been a month since I talked to you guys. So I think we were doing we've been doing at home podcasts for six, seven weeks now. And uh, yeah, it's, my life. <laughs> <laughs> i was i was just realizing i was just singing you didn't even tell me we we're recording i was singing two seconds we could have had a, a little concert maybe we should have like a Ooh, new japan's oh, a little, got talents well this is we've had this conversation and uh you know with within within the company and there there, there might be a little bit of a sing-along chain I mean, going on i mean i'm <laughs> all <social> singing <laughs> I got it. I I put up a uh, so family and I have been spending a lot of time together, and we had dinner last night. And I put up on Twitter a uh, just part of our dinner conversation. What's the best invention? The toilet, oh, the uh, toilet, or refrigeration? Well, I saw this, Kevin. Yeah, and let me tell yeah. you why it's the toilet. Okay. okay. So you can get fresh meat, and you can cook it and you can you can you know stave off uh, infection and disease because you can cook fresh meat right the toilet open sewage yes that's a whole nother it, that's a whole nother problem I, no one has ever lived you can live without refrigeration no one has ever lived Absolutely. without a toilet i'm with you but a thou i got almost a thousand votes in a day and uh refrigeration won 54 to 44 54 percent of people that's, were wrong so because <laughs> uh, it's the toilet, trust me. Uh, but also, is this is this a refrigeration, as in a refrigerator that you put in your home, or is it like putting things in cold stone cellars downstairs? No. Is the is the toilet a flushing toilet, or is it a hole in the ground? No, it's is... a flushing toilet. The actual yes. toilet right. well, there you go. versus the entire science of refrigeration. So we're talking freon. We're talking cables. We're talking yes. air conditioning. Okay, okay, we're, okay. We're talking food storage, a whole uh, range of applications, but it was simply the toilet because the plumbing goes without saying plumbing, but yes. you can live without a refrigerator in your house. You can live without air conditioning in your house. If you have an open hole in your bathroom and you don't have, if you even have a toilet without the trap in it and those gases are coming up, you're going to want to burn your house down. Let, forget selling Absolutely. it. You just have to burn it. Let me ask you, focusing on toilets, this could become the toilet podcast. Do you miss Japanese toilets? Yes. I mean, I know Chris is fine, but I, I miss them so much. <laughs> I miss the heated seats and the bidets. Yeah. Uh, I'm very upset. It's, uh, right. it, it's a, a wonderful world that we all miss. And, uh, you know, again, this, uh, this podcast episode is going to be unlike any other 
not just for the toilet talk, but also mm. because, Chris, we have come up with, I think, a brilliant idea that everybody gets to participate in. Right. And nobody's ever thought about it before. Nobody no. has ever come up with no. this concept. Just like, just like us. And by the way, RVD, I want you to know, we were the first ones to use the yes. term Steve Carino virus. Okay. Absolutely. So it was that if you open up New Beginning in Sapporo and it's literally the first thing Gino Gami says. <laughs> well, I remember being backstage and Kevin, Kevin said Steve Carino virus and I went, I'm stealing that. That's mine. So I set him up <laughs> for I it. it. I set him up for it because it was such a good line. So yeah, so going back into late January, we we had it first. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so what are we watching, Chris? Talk to me. Right. Yes. So yeah, well, I thought I thought we'd do a, a, a watch along. By the time this goes up, this will be Golden Week. So this is particularly Ooh. distressing, uh, you know, for me and for us because Golden Week is is like wrestling season. There's usually right. so many shows every day during golden week um so yeah this uh, this show will be going up um you know right as golden week begins and then i think uh, next week we'll take a little bit of a hiatus uh, so that i can have my own golden week but um yeah so let's let's watch a match together and i i put it to oh. both you guys let's you know and let's let's pick a match pick something that we haven't called before that we weren't present for that we weren't in the company for at the, at the time and uh kevin you you chose something that uh yeah that is uh important a little bit topical perhaps where yeah. the, the match you chose yeah it's one of my favorite matches uh it was the uh, g1 2012 finals uh between kazuchiko okada and machine gun carl anderson wow we have i've shouted out uh machine gun over the years about being the uh 2012 g1 finalist and uh, so I thought that uh, that it was a good time to watch this match, and we'll go back to see, uh, you know, the the first G one for for uh, Okada and Machine Gun with a rise of his own in in 2012. And Chris, you can hopefully explain to me and everybody some of the pomp and circumstance that happens after uh, these G one shows because they don't do it anymore. But it used to be this whole parade of you know, periphery of people and trophies and what all and what have you. So there's a, a bunch of people and a bunch of trophies and I'm confused by it. So you can explain it to me so I know who these people are. All right. Excellent. Well, uh, let's get to it. All right. Now, wait a minute. So, yeah. so we want everybody to log in to njpwworld.com. Yes. You, you and go to scroll, um, scroll down to uh, the decades is the easiest ah, way. That's, a, that's the way you do it. it. I scroll down. Just type it in. I, I type. I would type Kazuchika Okada, Carl Anderson. And it would, yeah, it would I, I can't spell Okada's first name, so I just do Okada versus Okada Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> and, Okada and, Carl. and I've I've just I've gotten good at the decades. So and then drop down for the year, and then it brings up the matches that way. Um, but okay, so everybody, I hope you've got your uh G1 final. What's the date on this? It is August the 12th, 2012. August the 12th, because they also wrestled in October. So this is the August the 12th match. This is the G1 climax final. Now, just to set the stage, um, so Okada wins his block, or well, we'll do this when the match starts because yeah, we're not sure. going to commentate yeah, the time. match, yeah, but uh, we'll explain what's going on as we're watching the match. Now, how all right. All right. 
how are we going to start this, Chris? Because I want everybody to be, we want need to all be in sync. So is it three, two, one, go? Is it? Yeah. Three, two, one, push. One, two, three, die. Doesn't that work? No, that's. Three, two, one, push. That's wrong, Gino. You don't ever go. You don't ever go one, two, three. Uh, Go. Pinocchio's fooled me all these years. I know. It's three, two, (laughs) one, go. Three, two, one. Ah. Hey, look, it's it's Ozaki. Yep. You're very young, Ozaki. Who's that ham and egger behind him in the suit? He's, I believe, uh, oh, what's his name? His name escapes me. Uh, but he's on TV a lot. And he, and part, I think part of uh, Buddy Fight at the time, this was when Bushiroad had uh, officially purchased New Japan in January. And, uh, you know, they, they were very active as a sponsor before that. So this is the first G1 climax of the Bushiroad era. And uh, here's the man. Not only, not only that, Chris, you, you're spot on. It is the, the new era of Bushi Road, but we also started seeing over the last couple of years new blood in the finals of the G1. It wasn't the old guard anymore. This was sort of the start of of a new era in New Japan. Well, yeah, yes, and yes, and no. You know, I think you saw sort of ta- it was used as Tanahashi's rise in in the middle of the decade, and you had. Um, you know, Goto winning in 08, then Makare in 09. Look at that guy. He's really getting into it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, certainly, you know, this this was the real rise of, of Kazuchika Okada and a very different feel to this because he had, had Okada so, so young. And opposite him, Carl uh, Anderson, as we'll, we'll see in just a second, the, the first man to reach the final of the G1, you know, since Rick Rude in, in 1992. So this was a, a real different feel to this this G1 final. Now, Okada, of course, uh, had had come on the scene, had returned from excursion uh, on January 4th, 2012, and then the Rainmaker shocked the next month. So everybody, I think, Chris, was anticipating a rematch between Okada and Tanahashi after Okada won the B block earlier in the night. The A block came down to Carl Anderson versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. So it was all... The last night of block was also the the night of the finals as well. Yes, yeah, I I was uh, at the show. I was up in the the cheap sheets, cheap seats, and it was uh, definitely a, a real headache. You, know, you think uh, the the G ones you and I have been a part of, Kevin, and um, it's been a massive, massive hurdle towards the end of that tournament of figuring out the block maths and if this guy beats this guy and then that guy only does a draw, what's going to happen and all this. And we usually get at least one thing very badly wrong. Uh, every year but uh here it was all on the same night so everybody was watching the matches and then trying to figure it out they used to put they put the score sheets on the the big screens and then they were going oh if that okay so does this mean you know and then you finally got the announcement from uh ozakisan that it was going to be a carl anson kazuchiko okada final which uh surprised many it wasn't the only surprise on this evening either good brother kevin you said that uh you know, it was right. Carl Anderson won his semi-final match that night to go into this main event. I just did some quick calculations thanks to Chris Samsa. Okada's match time during this G1 was 109 minutes, 69 seconds. Carl Anderson, 84 minutes, 71 seconds. So Anderson got it done quicker, but had to wrestle the same night as the final. Well, so did Okada, but Okada had more time because his match was earlier. 
They, I think uh, I think Carl Anderson went back through the curtain and then turned right around and came back out. If the match listings on Cage Match are accurate, yeah, there so wasn't. Was Chris? Do you remember if there was a tag team match as a buffer between there, the, the end of the block? Well, there, but there was, and there was an intermission. These were the days when we had intermissions in the, the oh, okay. middle of the event, and this what that was a big big deal because during the intermission we came back from intermission, and then there was uh, somebody has a special announcement, and out came. Um, Katsushi, uh, uh, bleh, I can't even talk. Wow, <laughs> Out came Shibata and Sakuraba, and oh. so that was the the real uh. surprise of oh Shibata Shibata's back after this massive long time. Sakuraba um, back to pro wrestling after his his MMA career, and that and that was the real real shocker on this night. That's always you know been one of my favorites favorite things about the the G1 climax the last night. There's almost always a, a big surprise or a big bombshell happening uh, during that final evening you know this year of course um you know before the the main event you had minoru suzuki being uh beating okada and laying down that challenge and of course uh kenta turning and, and joining bullet club there's there's so much uh surprise surprises happening every G1 by the way final. gino did you do you notice the young tama tonga in the corner of uh, machine gun there i absolutely do what i was also noticing is how does red shoes not age the man looks exactly the same is he using some kind of placenta cream is there some <laughs> kind of trick in japan that we're not getting because everyone looks the same and this is almost 10 years ago what chris this is, is good news for you because you'll stay young forever apparently this is great yeah it's, it's a good thing we should uh, just be I'm happy looking. that no one's watching our videos at the moment because <laughs> so who's down there with uh, who's that ham and egger with shimpe nogami that's the guy from buddy fight yeah yeah and then behind him was uh gk kind of ah, i gotcha and uh yeah if you, if you want to if you want to trip and and look at some young red shoes you can see him I think at ninety nine in the the Tokyo Dome, I I recently saw uh, he was the war official, and it was him and Taigo Hidori officiating this exploding ring death match with Atsushi Anita and Masahiro. Tremendous! Trono. That's up on World, right? Yes, yes, it is. How about Carl Anderson? Look at that! By the way, this was the only time that he ever wore that color scheme of tights and knee pads. It was always black before this. It was always black after this. He had these made just for just for this occasion. He looks great. He looks a million dollars. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I'm going to say it. I like Ryugoku Hall more than I like Tokyo Dome. I think it's a better look. The crowd's more intimate and closer for the matches. I really feel like it's a main event, like hall, stadium, whatever you want to call it. It's, it's really, it, you know, it's two arenas in one with the sumo seats down close and then the uh, the elevated seating is more of a traditional seat. Uh, Chris, you you've attended many events there as a fan. What what do you prefer? Have you sat in the boxes? Uh, yeah, I've sat in the boxes. The boxes are a little bit. They're very very different. You know, and uh, if it's a full house as it usually is in New Japan these days, it is a little bit of a a long time to be sitting cross legged on the floor with with three other people um so there, there is that but it's a very different atmosphere and i kind of get how how gino feels because you are uh kind of closer to the action you do have that that greater intimacy than you get at the tokyo dome whereas how good you know, is, with the tokyo good dome is, it is mm, it, finish it is more of a you do get the more of the sea of humanity feeling in the, in the tokyo dome as well so i, th I think they're they're, they're different. I'm not, I don't know whether one is better than the other. I think that they're both very different. 
What was the crowd uh, like for Okada during this part? Because the Rainmaker shock really uh, put him on the map, of course, and uh, having subsequently dropped the IWGP heavyweight title back to uh, Tanahashi, were they thinking flash in the pan? Were they thinking this guy's the future? What were they thinking? Well, I think at first, of course, they, you know, when he did first win the title, there was a lot of doubt surrounding him. And it was that first defense against Tetsuya Naito the very, the very next month that, that made people start to turn the corner. And then during the G1, Uh-oh, he really Rainmaker. proved himself. Gun stun. Yeah, but uh, but there was a lot of of expectation behind Carl Anderson. You know, he'd been tagging with uh, Giant Bernard for so long, and now he was proving himself as a singles player. Had a really good run during the New Japan Cup. Um, so a lot of people were really excited to see whether Machine Gun Carl Anderson could could really pull off uh, a G one climax level victory. Really, you know, it's hard to say whether one or the other would be a big surprise, would be a big upset. Of course, Carter had won uh, the title once during earlier in the year, but you know, I mean, neither one of these guys was really the expected G1 Climax fighter. If you'd have said one year before, hey, the final of the G1 Climax 22 is going to be Carl Anson and Kazuchika Okada, everybody would have laughed, I think. Right. It was because uh, it was a year removed from from uh, <clears throat> Nakamura winning, correct? Yes. In 11? Yeah. It was Nakamura over Tetsuya Naito one year yep. before. And this was, again, the, the G1 where uh, Naito suffered a, a knee injury earlier. I, I believe, I want to say it was against Rouge. Um, but that's that's what really, you know, he kept on going until the autumn. But uh, that's what really did Tetsuya Naito in and, and cost him nearly a year. If you think about it, Okada uh, line jumped, as we say, Gino, uh, and he nudged naito out of out of his spot uh as you see the jumping kick there from carl anderson just making sure everybody's in sync with us here as he's working on the rainmaker arm so gino um okada was you know coming back from excursion and then all of a sudden here he is as iwgp heavyweight champion and tetsuya naito by the by this point of uh, 2012 finds himself on the outside looking in why don't you say something about that well, just well, if you let me, please, if I can finally <laughs> talk about Bullet Club. Oh, for you, God's you're sakes. right. Everyone, everyone applauded Okada for line jumping in. What a great moment it was in New Japan history. Then Jay White does the same, and it's everyone boos. Kenta does the same, and they nearly had a ride in the Tokyo Dome. I mean, we, we, it's just the hypocrisy of our fans. Um, Chris, when were the seeds? Because because we're we're Carl Anderson pre Bullet Club here, as he's going to take Okada over the rail and keep working on that arm. Uh, when were the seeds beginning to be planted about Bullet Club? Because they didn't um, form until May of of thirteen. When did we start to see that? I think you, you can probably trace it back. The one big match for me is is one I know you you recently called in the archives, which was the the anniversary match between Prince Devitt and Hiroshi Tanahashi. And you you had that that thing of you know the semi-regular tradition now of the the junior heavyweight champion against the heavyweight champion and it was this real thing i think for for debit of oh i can sort of break through the the glass ceiling of, of being a junior heavyweight in a heavyweight's world and and he really sort of any means necessary um took took the fight to tanahashi and and you saw a real change in his demeanor i think from then on um, but still Anderson was, was very, you know, he, he was trying to play the game, you know, I think. And, and you see, you know, you would hear here a lot of chance for Carl Anderson. A lot of fans were, were really, really solidly 
behind him and and Tamatonga sort of willing him on and and supporting him on and uh, then of course it was yeah he got involved with with Tanahashi would wrestle Tanahashi a few several more times was very sportsmanlike and then it was Don Taku 2012 nearly uh, 2013 rather nearly seven years ago as, as we were as we we're speaking here yeah uh, everything it's another another Don Taku memory and because of that Gino's in Bullet Club. And maybe yeah. we can celebrate Golden Week with Gino getting his uh, tracksuit. How does that sound? Well, well, I just want to say it is my one-year anniversary as a broadcaster with you fine gentlemen is Don Taku. I, that was my very first tour as a broadcaster. So maybe you can get a gift for me. Maybe you can go to New Japan shop and buy me a nice 3L tracksuit. Well, see you, Carl Anderson. Dropkick. That's it. It's over. We Don't can stop recording. It, the match is over now. <laughs> he's No way he's going to get back up. Um well, to, well, so, OK, so I'm interested. I'm interested, guys, in finding out because uh, I had no access to New Japan in the States at this point. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. Other than Internet reports and things like that. How did you guys, Chris, you were a fan. You got to come see the events live. Well, I came to Japan in September 2005 and New Japan was always on my bucket list to see live. So I was going to uh, events almost right away. But really, for all of us, the world over, New Japan World was such a game changer. It's fantastic now having New Japan World. Like you literally just log on to a link and I can watch all the things I missed as a fan when I was younger. So, uh, but yeah, we, we just pretty much traded tapes or sent links to each other and tried to watch whatever was available at the time because there really wasn't much. Chris, I got a question for you. How do these people get these seats up front? These best seats, these plum seats around ringside. What? Is it yeah? Is it through? Is it the fan club? Is it uh, friends and family? Who's sitting up front? Uh, yeah, lots of. I think that the primo, the primo, primo seats uh, very often go to our, our fan club members, and then you know perhaps sometimes you might get very very high ranking sponsors up there at the front. Carl Anderson's really getting his neck worked over. Yeah, well, he deserved it. After after going after the Rainmaker arm. No, you can't like Carl at this point, Gino, because he's not in Bullet Club yet, because Bullet Club hasn't even been born. This is I can still like Carl. Carl's a good brother. He's a good brother. Well, three uh, quarters of this main event, if you if you count the seconds, having very strong Bullet Club ties. That's true. What about Gato? You haven't even mentioned him. He's in Okada's well, I was, you Well, I didn't want to interrupt you guys, but there was honestly a split second, and I swear to God, that I was watching and Okada walk past Gato, and I went, why didn't Gato attack him? And then I realized they're together. Yeah. And it really, it really threw me off. I thought, I thought you were going to say, I, I realized that Gato is a good sportsman-like individual and would never, ever attack okay. a compared. No, not He's always looking for corners. Not ever. And look at this now, draping DDT here. And. Oh boy. Well, that's it. It's over. Okada wins by count out. Because oh. there's no way Carl Anderson's going to get back up. Well, not. I mean, that again. You know, I mean, you you recently called Kevin from from the archives the 1983 IWGP final, which was Ooh. precursor to this G1, and and that did end in a in a countout when Hulk Hogan used that axe bomber off the apron to Antonio Inoki. So there was there people, was definitely president. People couldn't believe it. Um, they were shocked. They couldn't. They they kept cheering for Inoki, and even Hogan is having to tell them, "Hey, calm down. It's, it, it this isn't good." And as Carl Anderson gets back in just at the count of 19. Uh, there was no I'm, no comeback. I'm so jealous, Kevin. Well, oh, yeah. I'm so jealous you got to call that match. I I, I, I'm dying to call all the Hogan and Oki matches from the archives. It was really good. Um, and Okada, 
God, he's so good. He's so good. And he's so consistently good. Uh, well, let, let me ask, let me ask a question. I'm watching this now. This is 2012. Right. Now, if you look back at some wrestling at 2012, it has not aged well. It's a little bit different to what we're used to now. This could stand up as a main event tomorrow. This is like this match right here. You're watching it. I'm watching it as if nothing has changed, as if this, this is 2020. Like the styles of both men are so good. It's it's mind-blowing to think that this was 2012. We think a bit, a bit of a change as, as well as, as that's the the DID locked into Carl Anderson as we're watching here that you've seen the evolution of Okada's game, um, especially submission. I think that's, that's where you, you really see how he's changed his style over the years and stuff like uh, DID and the, and the red ink as well were very sort of Java influenced holds, you know, because Okada started as a teen in, in Mexico. Um, and you know, really his, his sort of evolved and, and been, a little bit more simple, simply effective with with his uh, submission work of late. You, I think you see that a lot. And Gino, you might be able to speak to this too as a wrestler. There, are, you do a lot when you're younger, and then as you get older, you find that you pare down the moves that you do in a match, uh, yeah, and definitely. and it's you, you work more efficiently. So you have to. I don't think you have a choice. As you get older, the, you, your body's a little bit more banged up. I mean, you're fighting through your whole career. Uh, it's even even happens with UFC and boxers. Their style changes to suit how their body feels. So, yeah, when you see some guys slow down and be a bit more methodical, we're seeing it now with Osprey going into the heavyweight. He's, he's a little bit slower and he's not as fancy, but he's still uh, effective. So that's kind of where you have to go as a wrestler. Well, this has been a uh, just a great match so far. And Chris, what was the vibe in the room at this point? Uh, did people think it was Carl Anderson? Did they think it was going to be Okada? What was the what was the feeling? It was a real sort of 50-50 feel in the in the crowd, as as I recall. And uh, you know, you really got that that mix of chance because Okada had definitely earned his fans over the summer. And for Anderson, there there was this, you know, he was long tenured. And, you know, he'd been up uh, part of chaos for a time as well. And I think a lot of people were kind of expecting now that, that maybe this was Carl Anderson's final, you know, finally his chance to, oh, there you go, the leg lariat, finally his chance to, to rise as a single star. And Carl Anderson gets a near fall here on Okada, the, the G1 finals from 2012. Uh, an exciting time, of course, to be a fan and a, a great opportunity in the archives as well to sort of do that chronological deep dive. I've been going back and watching all the big matches starting in, I started in 2009 and, and now have gotten my way up to the start of 2012, just watching them as fans, just to, just to catch up and to get the feeling. Uh, there was a, a reliance on some outside names, but they were really developing the core of this, this generation now. Uh, that has, you know, with Okada's coming of age and uh, Tanahashi still being the ace and Shinsuke Nakamura, Carl Anderson, uh, and then you still had the other names. I, I laugh at Toriyano, who was, you know, big-time serious mean guy and hadn't quite become <laughs> the sublime master thief, even though he was stealing titles. Yeah, he he definitely, yeah, him during the, the GBH era, this... This real sort of hardcore individual, and then I I really sort of put that you know he was he was sort of representing that that hardcore fight, and then 
uh, you know, it was we owe we we brought him up earlier on, but we owe Rob Van Dam for the the famous Toriano thumbs. Right, <laughs> they wrestled in the Tokyo Dome a few years. I later. did love when he when he had stolen the. Uh, and now, which one is this? Oh, I always which get. One is this? <laughs> I always get deep in debt. Maybe that is deep in debt. I always get deep in debt mix up. Because he hadn't he hadn't unleashed red ink yet until no. thirteen. Yeah, the red ink was was something. Yeah, he was he worked on that for the twenty thirteen G one, and and that was sort of part of his public workout video. And that's that is something that I do miss about the the G one climax each year. Is that is that you're back in the day a few years ago, you used to get public workouts with uh, you know with with the guys doing uh, little little individual things. Homa doing uh, maybe maybe we should do some public workouts, some online workouts with the three of us. I'm not working out, but uh, you know, I'll gladly uh, coach you through it, Gino. If you want to, let's do it. <laughs> one of my favorites. I think, <laughs> we can do it was, live. There was one where Homa was working on his kakeshi, so he did a, a bungee jump kakeshi. And, Jesus, uh, um, well, that that sounds like a great idea. Nagato was like kind of do a limbo to escape the 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 rainmaker. There was a lot of great stuff, and like there's. The old classic footage as as well. It was part of the the documentary with Akada uh, following his his most recent G one, and they they showed highlights of his old public workout where um you know Gator was with him and he was breaking baseball bats with with rainmakers. Wow, <laughs> yeah. dude, how about that spine buster? That was freaking awesome. Oh, it was beautiful. Carl That's Anderson that. is so freaking good. He yeah. is. Oh, it blows my mind. I, he's Anderson always lineage. been. He's always been one of my favorite wrestlers. And and I think I think people forget that Kevin, how good he actually is, because this wasn't a time when New Japan World was available. It wouldn't be the popular time, as a lot of people like to call it, of New Japan. And Carl was so good, and there's so many like Shinsuke Nakamura, one of my favorites, was amazing in this era. So you're right. Like, I think a lot of people missed out on really top quality wrestling. And now. Carl is cooking, as we say, and going to the top. The reverse neckbreaker from the top rope is on the way, but Okada, nope, Okada gets hit with it, and I think it's over. Carl Anderson wins the G1, boys. Damn it. That's not what Wikipedia is. I know. He's saying Wikipedia is wrong. Gino, for a split second, was like, wait, he won? (laughs) (laughs) Why didn't I hear this? You, you, what, you think I researched before this? I like to call things on the fly, Kevin. You know, yeah, man. so you're... Uh, if you just so, thought that Carl Anson doesn't remind us enough about being the 2012 G1 finalist, if he'd have actually won it... Well, you just, forget uh, again, it. just hashtag G1 2012 finalist, do a search there, and you'll see all the times that Carl Anderson have posted that. And and he and Okada have publicly thanked each other. And, you know, of course, it's, it's good-natured. Uh, but... Uh, the neckbreaker, and now it's Okada who's cooking, nope. and a kick out. Um, hey, Chris. So, mm. um, as a fan, uh, you were you were living and working in it, you know, outside of Tokyo, and yes. then you would travel in. Um, it's a uh, a journey for you as a fan to see where you are now. I, I know it's got to be kind of like bittersweet when you think about it like you you know all the uh ups and downs as a fan and and now being able to say that you actually work in a company that you were a fan of that's pretty cool it is it is amazing it is truly fantastic it's but it's one of those uh extra 
you know, it's an, it's an extra sort of bit of blow. I think for everybody that's working here, you know, I know, I know you, Kevin and, and Gino as well, that, that it's so frustrating. It's so great to be uh, a part of everything and, and really pumping out all this, this content at this point in time. Uh, you know, I just, I just wish we were, <laughs> just I know. Wish we were wrestling again. There is not a, and I'm sure you guys would agree. There is not a day that goes by that. I do not think, God, I wish we were back to work. I wish everything was back to normal. Um, my, my, my bank account. Yeah, like brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, again, it's, you know, it's something that everybody's dealing with all over the world and it's that we've never had a situation like this anytime in, you know, human history. So, uh, we can say we all did it together. Chris, maybe you could write another book. <laughs> the, the crone he is. How I maybe, maybe your talented brother can draw a book. So then uh, finally your parents have someone to be proud of. Okay. All right. <laughs> the, the black sheep of the family, Chris Charlton. Um, now, where are you sitting in relation to the ring, Chris? How high up I are you? I was, I remember I was on the, I was in the upper deck. I was in the cheap seats this year. I remember that oh, the year so before was my first. It was actually the first time I went to, to a G1 final was the, the year before. Two. Because, uh, oh, Naito huge. and uh, Nakamura. Um, before that, I'd been to, you know, three or four of like the Yokohama shows and the Korokan shows. The Bernard Driver and yeah. you know, really pulling out all the stops. And that, yeah, that was when I think from this point, everybody was, was really, really biting in the crowd. And you, you had that division. You saw a brief shot there of, of one of the New Japan super fans, the, the man with the loudest voice in the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, Milkman? <laughs> Big uh, is there, am, I, am I wrong? Is there, is there possibly a young line evil ringside? Am I, is that what I'm seeing? Uh, we, well, it, well, name, well, let's protect names to, you know, change names to protect <laughs> <laughs> He hadn't, he hadn't the, fully become evil. Yeah. No. But you know, again, you see a lot of familiar faces at ringside during the various eras, and you know, like I just called a the Naito versus Antonio Inoki and the Young Lion Yuji Nagata there. So yeah, it was just and you know, Fale is a Young Lion and uh, Yo and Show is Young Lions and in Jay White, uh, David Finley. So it's just it's always cool to see how the Young Lions sort of progress through time well Farley's trying to convince me that he's down to his young lion weight during this pandemic during lockdown we'll have to see he was I know, mighty lean during those days yeah, well he's claiming he's back to it so well, let's see, he's, see he's been, i think back. maybe he he has been aggressively tiktoking i think bad luck Farley. so maybe he regressed he has, to but his, he's also, his young lion age as well he's become a teenager yeah, well new zealand is in complete lockdown so all the fast food restaurants are, are uh, right that might be the difference maker Closed. KFCs are all, they're all closed. So, <laughs> see what you did? I ruined everything. Yeah. Change the direction, gun stun. No. Rainmaker, gun stun. Hey, I love this. What an exchange. So, God. It's such a good match. It's so back and forth at, at this point. Just, it's, it's hard to keep talking, isn't it? Like, it is. You gotta get, yeah, I'm you kind of get mesmerized. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just upset. I don't know if you guys have got the oh, sound I, going. I, I do. I've not got the sound, so I can. I'm not oh, watching oh, this match without sound. Hold on. Oh, that's loud. Yeah, it jumps up loud. super loud. 
Well, isn't this spectacular? I just got. Oh, right, there you go. There you go. That was it. Okada won. That can't be no. I got. <laughs> you lied to me, Kevin. Ah. And you see, look at the crowd. Everybody's going insane. Yeah, I mean, this this was really, uh, you know, I think from the last year as well. You, know, you really sort of started to see the crowds really fill up, really explode. Um, a lot of that when Bushy Road sort of took over the company and really put a lot of money into promotion, a lot of effort into promotion. They flipped, they flipped really the sort fan of saw... base. Exactly. Can I ask a question, Chris, a historical question? Because mm. it's something that comes up in my friendship group all the time. When did they ban the banners? There used to be so many banners and flags in the crowd. When was that stopped? Because I used to love the look of that. Well, you know, I think a lot of these things and, you know, you kind of see one of the things that I love about uh, and Hall events is, is those huge fan banners that, that get unfold over the balcony and and um you know we, we still get them you know i think a lot of those things we used to have the the support flags and and stuff like that streamers as well um you know that that does come down to just a, a in part a fan experience thing so that everybody can see properly um you know sometimes i think you know with with streamers in particular you know it might be an environmental concern having as well spent it's a lot so to, many to years having like spent that. so many years in ring of honor let me tell you something i don't miss those streamers i appreciate the fans enthusiasm but my god it just got to be so much um they should they should throw streamers at us at the commentary table i feel <laughs> <laughs> Now that would be okay. I'd be fine with that. Um, all right. So Okada wins the G1 and everybody says he's the guy, right? Or was there still some doubt? All right. So, so was there as Carl Anderson walks away from the ring and Okada, the presentation was Okada made by this? Was it the title? How did this help him? I think it was, it was the, the all in total, but I, I really did. Yeah, you're right. I, I kind of thought at this point for me personally, as a fan, Oh yeah, okay. Okada's here to stay. You know, it's not a flash in the pan at this point. Um, especially as as you'll hear uh, a little bit later on. I'm gonna have to put the audio up in my ears because I had this muted. Um, you know, especially as we'll, we'll get what Okada says and what Gato says uh, in just a little bit about what's gonna happen now uh, as the winner of the G1. Uh, he really could have sort of changed the picture when it came to what the G1 climax represents. And they don't do the yeah you you don't normally see the interviews anymore and and uh, you know that's that's something that's different it used to be the the formal interview at the end with with the main event uh, winner and now Gedo is telling him to to get off we we don't need you anymore and I think that was one of the one of two sea changes at the end of this main event right so there was a lot of Oh, yeah, Chris, look, I would like to do a translation, but maybe what's he saying? Gator was saying that there were a lot of uh, sort of people, (laughs) a lot of different faces in this G1, a lot of uh, unexpected faces in this G1. But the the one that stood at the end was was Kazuchika Okada. And this was the the famous discussion here and the the famous declaration uh, that from now on, because Okada is on a different level, he's going to prove that. And uh, from this point on, the G1 Climax winner would challenge the IWGP champion at the Tokyo Dome. I love it. I love well, listening to Gato. I could listen to him all day. How dare you? <laughs> He's a wordsmith. 
there you go. So he's saying right here now, he wants a, an appropriate place, a fitting place for Kazuchika Okada to, to move forward in a different stage. And it should be the Tokyo Dome. So from this point on, that's when we got the, the briefcase, the famous G1 briefcase. What was your guys' favorite G1 briefcase design? Oh, <laughs> jeez. I thought Ibushi's matched his outfit perfectly. Mm. I was going to say the same, and I didn't really want to. Uh, but the new one, but, were you gonna, I thought you were going to say the, the, the one Ibushi originally had, the Kenterberg. Well, that's what I was. I was trying to get there, Chris. Let me let me speak. Let me have freedom of speech. Oh, it. it we the, listen. We're recording this, so just say it like you were going to say it, and and we'll fix it in exactly. post. Gene, no, no, I don't want to say anything now. You're upset. <laughs> uh, you're you're. It was. It did take them a little while that uh, you know the championship became one word. It's <laughs> 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 been my favorite. You know, it's like. Mr. Burns in The Simpsons, you know, the best ship of all is championship. <laughs> Never watched an episode in my life. No. All right. So what's Okada saying? Uh, he really is saying that you're you're seeing a, a true level beyond in Kazuchika Okada. And uh, he will be the, the center of New Japan pro wrestling and uh, and make and make it rain. And it's not going to stop raining because the card is going to make it rain. And you saw that, I think, the development, that was another area where Kazuchika Okada really developed was being able to to speak on his own. You know, and it, it used to be Gedo every night at this point, uh, closing out the show, closing out the night with Kazuchika Okada. And then gradually you saw Okada gain more confidence in that main event position and uh, send the crowd home on on his own by and large. Did the uh, did any G one winner ever take a massive check directly to the bank and try to cash <laughs> it like that check there? So I'm not sure that's legal tender. <laughs> right, sure, ten million yen to the uh, to the winner there, which is what's that about? Well, everybody. Kn- <laughs> Plus, I also don't like the I I like the new design of the G one climax trophy better than this incarnation. It's one of the. One of the most amazing things, and you know, I'm sure you guys have had the, the the same experience. But one of those surreal moments in your life is when you first go to the office in 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 yeah. Megara, and there's a, just a trophy room with with all the the G1 Climax trophies and the, the old new. They wouldn't let me touch anything. <laughs> I know because you were going to steal everything. No, I was probably going to fall over and break them all. Let's be honest. <laughs> That's true. They're probably all wired. So if you touch one, it's like alarms exactly. going off. Exactly. Security exactly. rushes in. Yeah. Um, it's the uh, it's the tradition for uh, for the G1 winner now to get the main event spot to face the IWGP heavyweight champion uh, at Wrestle Kingdom. But this was the beginning sort of of this era. Uh, and you get the 10 million yen check. You get some warm beers and <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. This has been fun. This was a great idea to watch this match I together. I to say, Kevin, it was, a, it was a tremendous idea that nobody has ever had in the history of po- podcasting. Right. And, uh, 
we thought of this all on or our own, the, the watch along. Yeah. You know, but I'm sure every other podcast is going to jump on and do it. this now. And and you'll hear it everywhere. But remember, we did it here first on the official New Japan Pro Wrestling Podcast. There you go. Wonderful. Host, hosted by Chris Carlton. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So as I said, it, it's coming up to to Golden Week here. And I think we, you know, we've been going every week on this this podcast. So maybe we'll take a little bit of a breather between episodes and, and figure out what's going on. But there's... Um, there's so much still going on on New Japan World, on njpwworld.com all the time. The New Japan Together project is still rolling on and will keep rolling on and, until the, the next time we we have events in person uh, to bring you, which is all something where we're very excited to finally get get going. But I'm recording. I'm recording like seven or eight matches a week. It's insane, and they're not. There's no. You know, it's not undercard yeah. matches, folks. These are main events. Or or high profile matches, I, I'll let you in on a little, and and everybody will, I'm sure, probably be seeing these if if not by the time they hear this podcast, or or very soon, um, from August first, 2014, three matches from that particular night's G1, and it was at Corican Hall, AJ Styles versus Minoru Suzuki, uh, Katsuyori Shibata versus Yuji Nagata, and uh, Nakamura versus Ishi. So those three matches were th three of those matches were in this most recent batch that I called and new Japan world keeps just sending me stuff and sending me stuff. And I'm like, hell yes. Thank you. Jesus I haven't God. heard from anybody. No one from the office has contacted me. Do I still have a job or they don't know you work. <laughs> I knew it was something. Hey, who's the fat right? guy next to Kevin? It's okay because, you know, again, there was a cat with a mask with me for a little while <laughs> and everybody looked at him like, who's this weirdo? And now it's you. It, it's okay. Don't know, worry about it. You've been there a year. Say it again. You've been there a year. Uh, yeah. What are they doing? What are they doing for Golden Week this year? It's it's all shut it's, down. Uh, well, Please. yeah, that's the thing. I mean, we're obviously everybody's working from home in this this uh, environment right now. So there there will be uh, web content. I think definitely um, njpw.co.jp if you're uh, if you're a Japanese speaker. Njpw1972.com uh, for the English. Uh, there'll be that stuff. I'm sure there will be. Uh, you know, we will have stuff in the tank um, for the YouTube channels and for New Japan World. And uh, yeah, it's definitely it's going to be so surreal to have a Golden Week in Japan without professional wrestling, without live professional wrestling, anyway. Um, right. But uh, yeah, we'll, we will we will definitely find a way. And uh, you know, fingers crossed. Everybody stays healthy. Gino, go back in front of the yeah, mic. Sorry. Stop drifting off. <laughs> <laughs> Gino's making faces because we're all on Good. camera here. Um, but it's, you know, it's a it's a different year. I mean, uh, I don't know whether or not things will be always the way they were or it's just a, it's going to be a new form of normal going forward. But we're prepared and ready for whatever that might be. And I just know that we're we're always going to do our best to be your voices for new japan pro wrestling in some shape form or fashion whatever that yep. might be and whenever we get back to work calling action live uh or pre-recorded however it might be will be uh will be an exciting yep, time absolutely and uh we'll be back with you then and we'll be back you with you very very soon on the njpw official english podcast until next time sayonara.